holy fuck, holy fuck, holy fuck, 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 fuck. How many fucks can I say in the beginning of the podcast? Fuck, 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 fuck. Hey everybody. Hey everybody, it is a me. always are the dogs i got wean dog at the end of the couch i got sadie dog in the cage and uh, looking over the cat trees uh surprise surprise cow cat is in the cat tree and larry cat is uh walking into the dining room so that means they are not upstairs shitting on my bed they are not upstairs shitting on my bed and i will fucking take that every day of the week everybody every day of the week tired of cleaning up their shit it's funny cow cat does um during the day he he is upstairs on my bed most of the day like i get out of bed I do the things I do. I'm downstairs. I'm generally never upstairs until it's bedtime. And then uh, if I do go upstairs uh, to get something out of my room, he is on the bed just chilling, going, hey, uh, this is my room during the day. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> uh, but hey, it's uh, it's your boy, Steve McAllister. If you've never listened to this podcast before, thanks. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. I don't know how you found it. If you are new, how about this? Can you do me a favor? Can you message the podcast on Facebook or Twitter? Or, uh, I don't know, maybe, maybe you're following me on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, right? Uh, can you just message me and tell me uh, why you're listening? <laughs> I, I'm going to be the first one to say this podcast is very niche. This is not the kind of podcast that most people are going to pick up and go, oh, fuck, this is a good podcast. I'll be the first one to admit it. This podcast makes no sense. Uh, I am not famous. You don't know me. Uh, I bitch way too much about shit. (laughs) There's nothing fucking relatable. (laughs) And then I talk about uh, topical stuff, which usually nobody cares about. So I'm a, I, I know I have listeners, six, there's six of you, and God bless you. God bless all six of you. So, But I'm always curious when a new person shows up, even if you just listen to one podcast, just tell me. And then you can message me. Like, if you hate the podcast, that's cool. I get it. Trust me. There are a lot of podcasts that I started and then I just stopped because I'm like, you know what? This isn't for me. But at the same time, everybody, just tell me. Don't write a review and go, oh my God, the LML podcast was shit. There's no reason for you to do that. There's no reason. If you if you want to write a good one, there you go. There you go. But uh, how was your day, everybody? How was your day? Was it good? Was it fun? Was it exciting? I sincerely hope it was. Why? Because today is Monday, April 10th, 2020. Trace, uh, hopefully it was a good day at work, a day at school, good day doing whatever the hell you were doing. Hopefully you got through it. And uh, if it wasn't, if it wasn't, everybody, um, have a beer, go to bed, wake up, tomorrow's Tuesday, right? Start all over again, and there we go. Today... Uh, your, your boy took a lot of punches to the face. I took a heavy, heavy beating today to, to my psyche. <laughs> not, not, not to my actual face. I, I've never really been in a fight, a physical fight. I've never been in a physical fight before, really. Which, is that a good thing? Can a lot of you say that? Can a lot of you say you've never been in a fight? I'm assuming if you've had siblings... 
you've probably gotten into a physical fight with your siblings. I have an older brother. My older brother has a Down syndrome. So it's not really anything I can say. Oh, yeah, I got in a fight with my brother and I beat the fuck out of him. <laughs> right? That's not a good look. Oh, my God, you beat the shit out of your brother with Down syndrome? Yeah. He's my brother. I'm supposed to beat the fuck out of him. But that never happened. So I've, I've never been in a fight. Let me know if you've ever been in a fight. Uh, but it was just bad for me because uh, long-time listeners or even short-time listeners know that uh, your boy is, uh, I'm currently unemployed, my own fault or choice or whatever, my, by my own hand. Um, I was I was. Not dumb in the sense that I quit. I was dumb in the sense that I didn't have a job to back me up, to, to walk into. Uh, it, was a, it was a stressful job that it just, it, it wasn't going to work for me. It wasn't going to get better. I wasn't going to be like, oh, fuck, this shit's clicking. I love it. No, I just, no, 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 no. What? No, no. So, um... I, I've been applying like a madman for jobs. I've, I've had uh, some job interviews. Um, and, and, and there you go, right? I, I had a job interview last Thursday. And I found out today I didn't get the job. Uh, it was very disappointing. I, have, I had a job interview for this coming Wednesday. It got canceled. And I, and I it was weird. I just got an email going, yeah, your interview's been canceled with no explanation. So I got a hold of the, the recruiter and I was like, hey man, uh, I got an email saying the, the interview was canceled. Does that mean uh, that I need to reschedule it? Or does it mean that they hired somebody? Like, what does it mean? And he's like, oh yeah, they decided to hire somebody. And I'm like, fine, why wouldn't you just say that in the email going, hey, uh, we're canceling your interview. Uh, they have hired somebody, there you go. And even the, the job that I interviewed for and I found out today that I didn't get the job was because I contacted them. I was going, hey, just looking to see what the word was, see, see if you're still interviewing people or if you made a decision or what. And so God knows if they ever would have gotten back to me. Just it, It's weird. It's weird. It's weird. I got several emails. I think I got three emails, four emails today going, yeah, we're... Uh, moving on in a, a different direction. <laughs> and I'm telling you, everybody, the jobs that I'm applying for are not jobs that you really need any kind of specific skills, a certain kind of education, a certain level of experience. And so it's always like a, a, a punch to the gut when you're told no, <laughs> like you're not even getting the interview. I appreciate the fucking interview. Let me get the interview at least. Let me sell myself. I feel like the job that I interviewed for and didn't get, I, uh, at the end of the interview, I, I, I said shit that made me, that made them go, oh, we don't want to hire this guy. Because I, I told them, I said I was looking for a company that I, there would be growth, that I wouldn't just be what I am uh, hired in as and the guy basically told me he's like oh yeah no you're pretty much you are what you are <laughs> and so he probably figured oh we probably don't want to hire a guy who's just going to come in as this I always feel weird about what, what you share in interviews right you can overshare which apparently I overshared there but I mean I mean, that's the case. So I, I've, I've been going like crazy, you know, sending out applications. I, I, have a, I have a job interview tomorrow. I got a phone call today for, for, to set up an interview for Wednesday. It's for a company that's called BBC. <laughs> Good old big black cock. <laughs> it is a uh, restaurant distribution company. So that, that seems good. And then I actually got a hold of an ice cream company here in town because I see these trucks with this ice cream company. 
and I went to their website and they didn't have anything for like careers or anything, which I thought was weird. Usually you go to a website, a company's website, and you'll find like careers or jobs or or employment opportunities or whatever. And uh, they didn't have one, but they're like, contact us. I'm like, okay. And so I contacted them and I said, hey, uh, I'm just looking to see if you guys are looking for drivers because it's an ice cream company and normally ice cream companies are bigger in the summer and summer's coming, but fuck. So I'm like, I don't know. So I messaged them and they emailed me back and they're like, oh yeah, we can, we can set them an interview. So who the fuck knows everybody? Who the fuck knows? I just know within like the next week, I, I really need to have a job. I, I need to have one of some kind, even if I'm fucking doing a goddamn like gig job like goddamn shift or uber eats or something i couldn't do uber because my car is two door and uh if it wasn't for rust i probably wouldn't have a car oh <laughs> uh, but it's just it it's uh it made me feel bad i was emotional like ah fuck you know you guys know what I'm talking about? Like, you're, you're feeling pretty good about shit. Like, I, I, I was, uh, my um, self-esteem, I was feeling all right. I'm like, ah, oh, fuck, things are, good. things are turning up stew. Things are turning up stew. And then it, it was a lot of, like, not. Because, you know, I had these job interviews. I get the two job interviews lined up the next two days, and fuck, maybe the ice cream place job will, will fucking open up as well, too. But that doesn't mean I'm necessarily going to get the job. Ugh, Christ. Christ on a cracker. I'm just, I'm just trying to get by it. But, I mean, ultimately, the goal is everybody. I don't know if this is a, a slogan that I somehow have stolen in my psyche or not. But I don't want to just survive. I want to thrive. I want to kind of get ahead. And I just feel like... I have not been getting ahead lately. And that blows. That blows, right? That blows. You gotta feel like you're you're doing something to do more than just I'm paying my bills. I go to work, I come home, I do whatever I do, I pay my bills, and you're at like some zero all the time. All right. Just no, 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 no. No, I do not. I will pass. Pass on just surviving. Uh, so this weekend, I was going through some shit. I found this binder. And I'm like, what the fuck is in this binder? And I open it up. And uh, it's funny. As a guy, like, if you're new to the podcast, I was a comedian for a very long time. And uh, I've gone to some comedy classes and I've taught some comedy classes and in this binder was a whole bunch of notes from a comedy class that I took and for me uh, I'll feel like you can pretty much get something out of every kind of class you take right so I never like if I was ever given an opportunity to go to a comedy class I was going to take it now I, I I know a lot of people shit on it. They're like, you can't teach funny. And I'm like, well, maybe. Maybe you're right. Maybe you can't teach funny. But you can teach, like, joke structure. You can talk about the concept of jokes, like the rule of three, what a callback is, what a tag is. I mean, that's all shit like normal people just don't really know. You can talk about timing, stage presence. So even though I can't necessarily make you funny, I can make you funnier-er, and I can maybe help you feel comfortable talking in front of people. So I, when people shit on comedy classes, I'm like, yeah, fuck you, fuck you, fuck your mom, right? Uh, but this the class that I took, it wasn't about how to make someone funny, it was about the business end. And that's the shit people don't talk about. That's the shit people don't think about. Because it's like a job. Comedy eventually becomes like a job. Because you have to constantly write and perform and, and connect and all that shit. And it's not easy. And so this, this buddy of mine, Derek Richards, 
would do these business comedy classes. He would do them in uh, places where he was touring. So, you know, normally uh, comedians are in town at a club for a weekend, you know, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, or maybe Friday, Saturday. And so he would just be like, hey, I'm going to offer this class. Come on in. Uh, it's you know, 50 bucks, 100 bucks, whatever. And, uh, and there you go. And so he had all these, and this I'm going to tell you about it, from a lot 2007, because he was he was sending out these emails, and then I remember I printed out the emails. <laughs> so I had all all I printed out the emails when I was at work. So I had all this shit. I was fucking robbing that place blind with printer shit. <laughs> so I had all this shit in this binder. And I'm like, what the fuck am I gonna do with this? It's first off, it's old, and second off, I don't know if I'm ever going to get on stage again anyway. So I, uh, a buddy of mine, Michael Bussler, this guy in town, he's he's teaching some classes, some comedy classes. So I get a hold of him, and I was like, "Hey man, hey man, you want this shit? Otherwise, I'm just going to throw it in the recycle bin." And he's like, "Fuck yeah!" And I'm like, "I don't know what's good. I don't know if it's good. I don't know if it's shit. I don't know if it's still relevant." I mean, if it's from 2007, there might be talk about, like, MapQuest or something like that. There might be talking about fucking, I don't know, AOL chat groups or some shit like that. But I'm like, if there's anything that you can glean from it, fucking have at it. It was, it was nice just to hand shit over. Because Mike is still, I'll say it, Mike's still relatively new. Like, he, Mike is very funny, but Mike hasn't necessarily done a lot of, like, touring. He hasn't done a lot of clubs. But I, I like, he's got a very good head on his shoulders, and he, he's trying to do it right. So I'm trying to help him out. So I go over there, I give him a shit, and then I gotta go to the post office. I got some shit. I sold some shit over the weekend. I sold some football cards. I sold some shoes. How weird is that? So I got to go to the post office, right? I'm at the post office. I give the lady the box of the shoes. We're doing it. And then I got three envelopes. They got three football cards each in each one. And uh, I know it's more than a stamp. So I'm like, all right, let's just do this correct. Here you go. And the lady's like, oh, because of the thickness of this, it's, go it's going to be like you're going to need to track it. And so she's like, it's going to be like five bucks each. And I'm like, nope. <laughs> no, it is not, lady. And I didn't want to argue with her. I said, all right, well, I'm going to take these since it's just envelopes. And if you're going to charge me five bucks, which is how much like a bubbler mailer would be, like a bubble envelope. And I'm like, nope. So I take them from her and I go to another post office. And I go up to lady. I'm like, yep, trying to mail these. I know it's more than a stamp. And she's like, okay, yeah, this is gonna be non-machinable. And uh it was a dollar and three cents. <laughs> so I go from five dollars from one lady to a dollar and three cents to another. So it was like fifteen dollars or three dollars. That's that's a pretty big fucking difference there, everybody, right? And that's the problem that I have with the fucking post office. Um, because it's clearly, it's a uh, individual interpretation of stuff. The first lady interpreted as like, oh, because this is a little thick, because it's a little stiff, because you got to put the cards in like a top loader to protect them so that they don't get like bent or creased or anything. But it really, it's not heavy. It's really not that thick. Um, so it just made me go, what the fuck? So I'm first off, I, I knew enough to know that lady was the first lady was wrong. Because I have mailed out enough myself. I've received enough cards myself to know. So don't always take the people at the post office. If you think they're fucking you, odds are pretty good they're fucking you. Now, thankfully, I live close enough to a couple different post offices that I can bounce around if I had to. So it just, it, it irked me, and it kind of bothers me that I have applied for jobs at the post office. <laughs> I can work at the post office, and then I can be telling people, yeah, it's this. 
I just I can just make up a fucking price. Yeah, it's uh that's four cents. You only owe four cents. I think a isn't a stamp like sixty eight cents? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right, but it's just four cents. I'm gonna put a four cent stamp on this for you. We'll get it there for you. Just nuts. Just fucking nuts. Nuts. Ugh. Today was a beautiful day out. I did some yard work to get my mind off some shit. I took the dogs for a walk, which was nice. Uh, it was good. I hope you guys get out in the sunshine. I, I, I'm a big fan of it. I don't. I, I highly believe all of you also are big fans of the sun. It's kind of what makes the world go round. It's kind of what gives us fucking life. I fucking. I need to move where there's more sun. You know, I've talked a lot about. Uh, moving to like Louisville and that's that's my awful uh, segue into what happened today apparently there was another mass shooting because uh, I live in America and if there wasn't a mass shooting every goddamn day of the week uh, what would be the point I don't think I would I would be living in fucking um, America if there wasn't a mass shooting. Like there was, uh, there was a, a thing that I saw, where was it, let me see. There have been 145 mass shootings in the US this year, including the one that happened today. 145, we haven't had 145 days in 2023. And we've had 145 mass shootings. Now I believe a mass shooting is considered um, at least four people dying? Uh, a mass shooting is a crime in which an attacker kills or injures multiple individuals simultaneously using a firearm. There is a lack of consensus to what, as to what constitutes a mass shooting. Some definitions include a minimum of four victims of a shooting in a short period of time, not including the shooter. So, that's awful. It's fucking awful. Apparently the guy today, he was like some white dude and uh, he was a banker, and I guess he was shooting people up at a bank. I haven't gotten any more word other than that. Um, but clearly, it's awful. And clearly, there's going to be all sorts of more shit of like, it's mental health, it's gun control, it's whatever. And apparently now it's becoming like this weird, like, uh, transsexual shit. Apparently, a couple of... These mass shooters lately have been transsexual people, and there was something today about like pronoun usage because apparently the guy who was the shooter uh, on one of his social media pages, it, it, there was the pronouns of he, him, and so it becomes this whole pronoun argument. And I'll just say with that shit, uh, the, the pronoun shit, a lot of companies make you do it like the last company that i worked for was a social work company in your email header or whatever you had to put in your pronouns and i you know i'm an old fuck i find the whole concept weird like why am i putting my pronouns right like it would be the same thing of like me putting in my political affiliation or religion like that isn't shit you necessarily need to know like, if someone's emailing me, uh, I don't necessarily need to know if they're fucking, like, if they if they come back to me and they're like, Jamie, Jamie Smith. I know a lot of women named Jamie. I know a bunch of dudes named Jamie. So I don't know if Jamie Smith is a dude or a woman or what. And you know what? It doesn't fucking matter. It doesn't fucking, it doesn't fucking matter. It would only matter when I meet this person and then I see this person and then I'd be like, oh, okay. Uh, you can probably tell me if, if, it's, if it's important. I, get, I don't find it important, but I'm, I'm becoming a dinosaur because apparently it is important and people need to know these things. And so they, they put it in their emails. And so they're all like, oh my God, it's a, it's a big issue because the guy 
fucking use the pronouns he, him. And I'm like, I, I had to do it in my email at the last place I worked at. I didn't want to, but I had to. Whatever. I just, I feel bad. And I'm so, I, I just, I'm like, well, what do we do? What, what, the shit's going to continue. Something needs to change, everybody. So if you want to say it's mental health, I'm not going to disagree with you. I'm not going to disagree with you. Happy people are not out there shooting people, right? I've yet to find someone who was incredibly happy with things in their life who picked up a gun and started shooting motherfuckers, right? It doesn't happen. So yes, yes, it is mental health. So what do we do with it? Do we continue to uh, slash cuts on social services? slash cuts on uh, fucking uh, programs that can assist people, which is what we seemingly do. We can't. Maybe, maybe, maybe we look at uh, having some gun control a little. Can we put a cap on things too? Like how many guns somebody can own legally? What's because to me, like, let's say owning 10 guns, that sounds absurd to me. As a person who owns zero guns, I don't understand why anybody would want to own 10 guns, right? So, to me, that sounds that sounds like an absurd amount of guns, but like, let's make it that way because I know there are lunatics out there who probably own, like, I own 800 guns. Like, why? Why do you own 800 guns? What are you doing with 800 guns? But it, um, it, things will never change. It'll always be bad. It'll always be bad. It'll never be good. It'll always be bad. It'll never be good. Someone was saying nothing actually will happen until something happens to a politician. And even then, I, I don't think anything will change then. Right? I think you can assassinate the president. I think you can murder a uh, Speaker of the House wife. Right? No, it's the Speaker of the House is Nancy Pelosi, right? So her husband, you, you murder her husband, is anything going to change? Oh, I'm, I'm going to say no. It sucks. It sucks. I, so I don't know, man. I don't know. They keep saying it's going to be the kids. It's going to be the youngins who are going to do change. And uh, I hope so. But I'm also under the realization that just because they're young doesn't mean that they give a fuck. And it doesn't mean that they can't be swayed by, like, money and kickbacks and whatever else. Because I sure as fuck know a lot of people's attitudes change when they're handed uh, a couple thousand bucks. <laughs> right? I wish someone would hand me a couple thousand bucks. I'll do whatever the fuck you want me to do. A couple thousand bucks. Fuck, I'm worried about goddamn paying five bucks for mail. Of course I'm going to goddamn change if you give me like a gur. Hand me a gur and I'll fucking buy all sorts of guns. Whatever you want. I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit. I watched uh, too much XFL yesterday. I, I, am, I can't call myself a fan of the XFL, but I watch it like every weekend. <laughs> I don't... I don't have any kind of affiliation to a team. There isn't necessarily a specific player that I really enjoy. I'm just watching it because I guess I like football, but it's bad football. It's just not good. It's not good, but I'm into it. But the games last night, both games that I watched were great fucking games. They just were. They both, came, well, the one game went to overtime and the other game, uh, essentially came down to like the last minute of play. They were both a lot of fun. And uh, the season's winding down. I think there's really 
two more weeks. I think there's two more weeks of the regular season. Then they get the semifinals and the finals, and that's it. That's great. I would encourage you all to give it a watch. And apparently the USFL is kicking off soon. I think I heard it was kicking off this weekend. Which that seems weird to me. Like, why do you have two football uh, leagues going on at the same time? It's saturation. Your heart, you're hurting yourself. So I don't, I don't know if the USFL is going to be better or not. But I, you know what? I'm going to end up watching that too. <laughs> Shit! God damn it! I am so dumb. Oh, shit. Um, all right. I saw this list, and uh, I, I'm a big fan of lists. Big fan. Telling me what I need to do. Please tell me. I don't want to think for myself. Tell me what I need to do or watch or eat or whatever, right? So this list that I saw, because I'm a child of the 80s, this was the uh, top 10 best 80 comedy movies. Did I just speak English? The 10 best 80s comedies every guy should see. I don't know why it's every guy. I think women could see these movies too and appreciate them for what they are. I know women, women generally seem to have a different sense of humor than dudes. Like, a lot of dudes, like, the prime example are the Three Stooges. Like, clearly, the Stooges were very physical and goofy and stupid. And dudes love that. Dudes watching, love watching dudes slap each other, hit each other with pies, falling on the ground, uh, giving each other noogies, whatever. We love that shit. Ladies, not so much. But, uh, all right, here we go. All right, top, I'm going to tell you if I agree or disagree. All right, here we go. Trading Places at 83. That's Eddie Murphy, Dan Aykroyd. I remember watching it, like, not super long ago because I think it was a movie, I don't think I had ever seen it, like, in the 80s. I, somehow I think I missed it. And so I watched it within, like, the last two years or so. And uh, I'm going to tell you, it probably was fucking hilarious in the 80s. I don't think it really held up. It didn't. It didn't hold up for me. So you know, whatever. A lot, and I think a lot of Eddie Murphy movies just don't. Like he clearly, Eddie Murphy was made for the '80s. He was made for it. Uh, but I'm gonna say yeah, you could probably skip that one. The next one, uh, Brewster's Millions in 1985, and I'm gonna say this too. I don't fucking think I've ever watched this one either. It's John Candy, Richard Pryor. Uh, I don't know. I don't remember watching it. Let's see. It says here, uh, a minor league baseball pitcher played by Pryor inherits $300 million from a rich uncle as long as he recklessly spends $30 million in 30 days without actually acquiring anything. I don't. I did not fucking see it. I should probably try to find it, see if I can watch it. All right, number three, Spaceballs. Yes, finally, a movie that I I know I saw and I enjoyed. Rick Moranis, Mel Brooks, uh, Bill Pullman, uh, another John Candy movie. Um, it was great. I'm gonna tell you, I really enjoyed it. It was fun. It was goofy. There's a whole bunch of assholes in it. Uh, it was great. That one, yes. Spinal Tap, yes. Spinal Tap was great in that it was like the first mockumentary. Like it was a documentary, but clearly it's all fake. Uh, about the hard hard rock band Spinal Tap. Their drummer keeps dying, exploding. Weird things happen to the drummers. Uh, it was great. Definitely thumbs up for Spinal Tap. Stripes, uh, Bill Murray, Harold Ramis, uh, Judge Reinhold, uh, Take It Easy, Francis. It was good. I enjoyed it. It's been forever. I wonder if it holds up. 
because that I think it's the oldest one on this list. It came out in 81. Clearly, I did not see it when I was 11 years old, but I remember I have seen it. I enjoyed it. Caddyshack, sorry, Caddyshack came out in 1980, so it is the oldest. Uh, Bill Murray, uh, Chevy Chase, Rodney Dangerfield, uh, Ted Knight. Fucking, it was great. It holds up. I enjoy it. Caddyshack 2 was shit. Don't watch that. No. Ferris Bueller. Oh my god. Classic. Is this is this like one of the original like high school movies? It's probably like Ferris Bueller or Fast Times at Ridgemont High. It's one or the other. Right? Would be like the classic for me high school movie. Have you not seen it? Matthew Broderick. It's fucking awesome. Ferris Bueller. Check it out. Planes, Trains, Automobiles. Now, of all of these movies, this one is the classic because it's the Thanksgiving movie and everybody watches this movie over Thanksgiving. Now, I have seen it. It actually, a good portion of this movie is filmed in Buffalo, uh, which is where I grew up. I enjoy it enough. I think it gets more love than it deserves. Uh, again, another John Candy. Apparently, John Candy was in all the 1980 comedies. Steve Martin. It was good. I'm not going to say it wasn't good. I just feel like it gets more love than maybe it deserves. And then the last one, uh, Air. Well, no, there's two more. Airplane. Fucking Christ, I loved Airplane so much. 1980. Leslie Nielsen. All the stupid one-liners. The fucking I talk jive. They, they're all beating the shit out of the one lady. Have you ever seen it? That is, okay, now i got to look and see if the, the airplane is being shown anywhere. Because if you have never seen Airplane, you need to rectify it and uh, give it a watch. There it is. Airplane, watch movie. Oh, it's on HBO Max? And then uh, it's on Amazon and Hulu Premium, so that means it's probably like on Stars or AMC or some shit. So, but definitely, Airplane is tops. And then the last one is Clue, which came out in 85. And I was amazed at how many people were in this movie. Like stars, Christopher Lloyd, Madeline Kahn, Tim Curry, Michael McKeon. Uh, so many people. And um, it's a ridiculous movie. And it is funny and it is well written. And I enjoyed it a ton. And I remember, it's funny, the, the, the woman in the movie, Clue, like she's the hot maid, like she's just all cleavage in this movie. Now I gotta look up this movie, sorry everybody. Come on, come on, hold on everybody, apologies. Uh, C-L-U-E, Clue, 1985 movie, cast... Uh, what is her name? Yvette. She played the woman who was, uh, like the maid. Um, go, go look at her now. Cause it is, it is unreal. The transformation that happened to this lady. Like, I don't know what happened to her. She's 69 years old, so she's a little older. But... She is like a different looking human being. It is it is it was very, very weird to me to see what happened and it made me go, what fuck? What did happen? What happened? But Clue is a great movie too. So I would agree with the majority of these movies. I don't know what else came out in the eighties that you would need to see. Like, I mean, there are a whole lot of like I think of like the teen movies, like I mean, I I, I would probably throw Fast Times on here. I love Fast Times a whole lot. But then you get shit like uh, 16 Candles and Breakfast Club. And I, I don't necessarily consider those comedies. Are those comedies? I mean, I guess they are, but they're not comedies in the sense of like Caddyshack and Stripes and things of that nature. Space balls. Space balls. Let me know what you think you should add or should be added or what should be taken off. Or if you disagree with me. Because I know a lot of people are like, oh my god, I love trading places. Or oh my god, I fucking love planes, trains, automobiles. Right? Again, 
I don't know. Brewster's Millions? I get where the fucking Brewster's Millions being shown anywhere. Hold on a minute here. Let me see this shit. Brewster's Millions. There it is. Is it showing anywhere? Watch movie. Oh, it's on YouTube for free. But it's probably a real shitty quality movie. I watched a movie on YouTube this weekend, and the quality was just so fucking poor. So fucking poor. But there you go. All right. Uh, one more thing. What am I going to talk about? The Who. It's too expensive for them to fucking tour. Pizza chain. Ask Amy. Sexual fantasies. Minor League Baseball team. Another fucking crazy cop shit. There was that crazy cop shit and where it was Tennessee where that chick was having sex with all the cops. There's another one in Texas now where it was a 9-11 dispatchers married, apparently having uh, an affair with two cops and sexting a third. Jesus Christ. Uh, OnlyFans star has a billboard. A lot. This was in Australia. There's an OnlyFans model who put out a billboard like, follow me on Instagram and OnlyFans or whatever, right? And people are all bent out of shape about it. They're all mad at her. And I'm just like, how are you mad at her? Like, she wanted a billboard. She paid for the billboard. The one you should be mad at, you should be mad at, like, the billboard place. The billboard place is like, oh, yeah, sure, what? You're OnlyFans? All right, we don't give a fuck. You're paying us the money we want? All right, whatever, throw it up there. So if you got a problem with it, have a problem with the goddamn billboard company. Like the billboard company is like, yeah, we didn't give a shit. Oh, you're a fucking a weed company? All right. You're a fucking booze company? Okay. Political? Uh, you're running for office? You're a Republican? You're a Democrat? Whatever? Okay. We don't give a shit. Don't be mad at the lady. Be mad at the fucking billboard company. I personally don't care. But then again, you know, like, I don't have kids. I mean, I'm assuming a lot of people have kids and they're like, oh, fuck. Fuck. I don't want my kids knowing where to go to OnlyFans. And I, I hate to say it, everybody. If you have a child who's probably at least 12, I'm sure they've seen porn. Fuck. I think there's some sort of study that says kids see their first, um, have their first experience of internet porn at like 10. I'm like, Jesus Christ. I'm glad I don't have kids. I just wouldn't want to deal with that shit. All right. I'm going to do this. It's an Ask Amy. Because I love these Ask Amy's. If you're new... Uh, I take uh, an advice columnist, uh, Ask Amy, Dear Annie, Ask Annie, and I uh, I haven't read the letter and I haven't read the response. I just see the headline for it, which always grabs my attention. And here's the one that grabbed my attention today. Ask Amy, am I a jerk for losing my attraction to a guy I met online after we video chatted? All right, here we go, here we go. In this day and age of internet dating, uh, dating apps, online dating, all that shit, uh, it's a weird world. I saw a thing for, um, this was like an alternative to dating, like, or you could use it at, in conjunction with dating. It basically, it was a ring that you wore and it was kind of like a, a weird greenish, light green, color and it was to signify that you were single so like you have the wedding ring on like every, people see the wedding ring and they're like oh yeah the person's buried they got the wedding ring on this was the ring to signify that you were single and so then that would just allow people to kind of come up to you because you're like oh i'm single and i'm ready to mingle or whatever right and uh, a lot of people were like, oh, well, that's dumb. You're just fucking, you're making money off of people. Because the ring was like 40 bucks to buy or whatever. I'm like, I don't know. Why, do I want to spend 40 bucks on a ring to, to let people know that I'm single? Can't they just look at me and go, oh, yeah, that guy's single. Look at that guy. Clearly he's single. This is dumb. But all right, let's get back to the letter. Dear Amy, I've met a number of friends online, especially since COVID. One of these friends is a guy I became attracted to. He makes me laugh, he's kind, and I generally have a good time talking to him. Although we've been friends for the better part of a year, communication was only over text. 
while he had seen photos of me, I had no idea of what he looked like. Now that's weird too. If you're sending someone pictures of yourself and they're not sending you any back, that's a fucking, that's a red flag for me. I don't consider myself to be a shallow person. I've always believed it's what's on the inside that counts. Well, we finally video chatted last night and I have no attraction to him at all. I tried convincing myself that the lack of attraction wasn't a big deal, but I couldn't do it. There's nothing wrong with the way he looks. He's just a lot older than I thought and drastically different from what I pictured. I feel like a terrible person and been berating myself all day. How dare I suddenly dislike this wonderful guy who I had a great connection with over such a tiny reason. Honestly, I feel embarrassed for having gotten my emotions involved without knowing anything about him. I don't want to hurt him, especially since the reason behind it is so petty and would be so harmful if he knew am I a terrible woman. Uh, signed, prospecting. I'm going to tell you this, prospecting. No, you're not. You're not a terrible person. Uh, because uh, if this is like a dating thing, are you just friends with this dude? If you're just friends with this dude, then it doesn't fucking matter. It doesn't fucking matter. But if you're trying to date this dude because you ha want to have physical intimacy with him, uh, then yeah, you should be physically attracted to the dude if you're dating, right? Because uh, otherwise you're just buddies. And that's how it is. So I, I put it back on the dude. If you guys have been like, if there's this weird understanding of like, oh yeah, we're going to date or whatever. Or like, I'm, I'm interested in you the more than just uh, fucking... Uh, texting buddies, right? I want to show you pictures of my hoo-ha and I want to see pictures of your wing-wang. Then, yeah, you, you need to see pictures of each other. And so I put it on him. Like, he knew. The dude knew. The dude knew. Dude knew. Dude's like, oh, I'm out of my league. I, I got to fucking hold off on this as long as possible. Yeah, fuck that guy. So, no, you're not a terrible person. He's a terrible dude. Fuck that guy. All right, let's see what uh, Amy has to say. Dear Prospecting, this dynamic is the very reason I push for in-person or video meeting as soon as possible when people are crushing online. Start by watching whatever version of Cyrano you can gain access to. You aren't being petty. You aren't being terrible. You're being human. If you never experience a soft rejection because of a lack of attraction, this is common and awkward and awkward experience for anyone brave enough to swim in the dating pool. You're already friends with this man. Now that you've decrushed, you should guide this relationship back into the friend zone. Yes! Amy, you and I hit it out of the park on this one. Because, yeah, it is not the lady. It is the dude. The dude was fucking irresponsible. Could have, uh, from the beginning, kind of could have put the kibosh on this. So fuck that guy. Fuck his feelings. Fuck that old man. Uh, but don't fuck them. So, so, so there we go. She's not a jerk. Uh, I'm a jerk, everybody, because I'm going to end the podcast now. I'm done. Uh, so if you guys can do me a solid, if you can like the Facebook page, like the Twitter page, that's a good place to uh, let me know things. Like if you've started listening to this podcast for the first time, if uh, you agree with the 80s comedy list, if there are anything that you want me to talk about on the podcast, because I do get listeners who send me stuff, and I try to remember. I, I'm not going to lie, everybody. Sometimes I forget. People send me shit, and I'm like, oh, that's good shit, and then I just forget because I'm an idiot. But uh, it's a good way to communicate with me, and uh, trust me, everybody, I'll get back to you. I'll get back to you. Will Joe Rogan get back to you? Probably not. Tom Segura get back to you? Probably not. Burt Kreischer? Fuck no. Stu McAllister? Oh, yeah, he's got nothing else going on in his life. He'll get back to you. <laughs> uh, if you could consider subscribing to the Patreon, that is the paywall, where uh, you get more podcasts. The freebies are Mondays and Thursdays, and I try to podcast all of the other days of the week. So you get five more podcasts. I podcast every day of the week, pretty much. So for five more podcasts a week, uh, you get it. So that's approximately 20 more podcasts a month. So for five bucks, you get 20 more. And so that's what, like a quarter a podcast? Clearly fucking worth it, right? If you're breaking it down, I would like to assume that my podcast is worth a quarter. <laughs> Some of you are like, nope. <laughs> if you feel that way, please don't 
don't leave a review of the podcast because if you can do that too, rate, review, subscribe, that'd be great too. My, the podcast, I'm not going to brag or anything, but my podcast is in the top 10,000 podcasts in the world. <laughs> in the world! <laughs> Fuck. If so, if you could do that, apparently it helps. And then if you can do the five things, long-time listeners know what they are. The Sunday Slaw on Facebook, Adam and Stephanie House, they eat a lot of coleslaw. And yesterday they took a recommendation from me, because they were in Kentucky, to put some whiskey in their coleslaw. And they did it. And they couldn't have used probably a worse kind of whiskey. It was peach flavored. I, I, I'm not a fan of whiskey. I can't imagine what peach flavored whiskey is like. And then you toss it in coleslaw. But they did it. Apparently it was disgusting. But I, I give them props for doing it. So if you could follow them on Facebook, that'd be great. The Sunday Slaw. Stay there. Check out Extra Levels Gaming. Uh, and their website, extralevelsgaming.com. It is a retro video game store. So if you like playing old video games, Atari, and television, ColecoVision, whatever, uh, check them out. They probably got a game for you. And uh, they sell new ones too, everybody. So if you're a gamer, check them out, extralevelsgaming.com. Or if you live in Holt, Michigan, or near Holt, Michigan, check them out too. Stay there on Facebook and check out Magic JBM. That's my boy, John Midgley. Magician extraordinaire. He he uh he was at the Nashville Zoo this weekend with his family. I guess it's spring break time. He was doing all sorts of fun shit. He's an artiste. But go check him out, Magic JBM for all your magic needs. Check out my boy uh Mark at Bear Boards and Tables on Instagram. That's Bear Like a Grizzly, Bear Boards and Tables. He makes a lot of cool things out of wood. And he's got in the store for all of the shit he makes on Macari. So check him out. Bear boards and tables. And uh, I put my money where my mouth is. And I purchased. He's uh, making me like a picture frame to hold some of the football cards that I own. So uh, he sent me some pictures of the process that he's doing on it. So uh, check him out. Check him out. I do. I appreciate the talent that he has. And then last but not least, my main man, Matt Harper, who has a heat in his house. He, he had been without heat for like four days. Well, that would have been shitty, but apparently the gas got turned back on. He's got heat. Uh, he's got a page on Instagram and TikTok, Matt Harper Art. And he's got a store on Etsy, Barefoot Gnome. He makes a lot of gnomes out of clay, and he sells them. Earrings, figurines, all sorts of cool shit. Check out his Etsy store. Check out his process on Instagram and TikTok. Matt Harper Art. That's Matt with two T's. The extra T is for titties. So that's it, everybody. I am done. Check out those things. Uh, consider subscribing to the Patreon. Rate, review, subscribe. Y you know. Um, thanks for listening. I love you. I'll see you tomorrow for the Patreon, or I will see you on Thursday for the next freebie. We'll see you guys. Have a good day. Okay, bye.